Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey all, welcome back to the Real Life Pharmacology Podcast. I am your host, Eric Christensen. Uh, Definitely go check out reallifepharmacology.com. Go snag your free uh, 31-page PDF on the top 200 drugs. Great little study guide if you're taking pharmacology classes uh, and or just looking for a little refresher uh, in your clinical practice as well. But uh, yeah, go snag that for free. Uh, follow along, get updates when we got new podcasts out and stuff like that too. So um, very kind of neat resource uh, that you uh, can get your hands on at uh, no cost to you there. All right, so the drug of the day today is Val Acyclovir. Brand name of this medication is Valtrex. Uh, I have covered Acyclovir uh, in the past, which definitely has some similarities, but there are uh, some differences here as well. Uh, first, I wanted to mention Valacyclovir. It is, um, in effect, a, a prodrug where uh, the component itself is actually uh, converted uh, pretty quickly by the body into acyclovir, which has uh, antiviral type activity. The most common indications I see this medication used for uh, varicella zoster infections, uh, herpes uh, simplex viruses, uh, cold sores, uh, as well as uh, genital herpes, both those, uh, it will have some activity there. It has been shown uh, in studies to have some uh, benefits there. Uh, I have seen it used uh, longer term as well to um, prevent, not just to treat uh, as, as short-term therapy, um, but to uh, prevent or suppress uh, herpes infections in the, the longer term as well. Most commonly, I would say, uh, that's going to be done in patients that uh, don't have a great immune system. So, you know, maybe patients with uh, HIV or something along those lines. Mechanistically, uh, so if we uh, think about valacyclovir getting converted to acyclovir, um, acyclovir basically gets phosphorylated uh, to a triphosphate form. Uh, which then interrupts viral, um, interrupts DNA synthesis, and ultimately interrupts uh, viral replication. Now, if you remember, the virus uh, naturally wants to use uh, deoxyguanosine triphosphate, um, but DNA polymerase will incorporate acyclovir triphosphate into the viral DNA, which then you know, prevents that, that viral replication, basically interferes with the um, process of the virus um, replicating by interfering with that DNA polymerase. All right, so adverse effects. Uh, GI upset, I would say, is the most common one I've seen uh, in clinical practice. Um, drug can be taken with or without food. I typically 
um, recommend just doing it with food. Um, so we, you know, kind of avoid the risk or at least reduce the risk of potential uh, GI upset if we do it with food there. Uh, rarely, uh, there can be some CNS changes, uh, delirium type symptoms, confusions, hallucinations, and this is definitely going to be more problematic uh, or has a higher likelihood of occurring uh, in our elderly uh, and or those with poor renal function, which uh, oftentimes our renal function declines over time. So um, poor renal function sometimes goes hand in hand uh, with as a patient ages. Um, other adverse effects, uh, rare increases in uh, liver function tests. Now in the, the short term, a very, you know, acute course of uh, valley cyclovir, you know, 10-day course or something, it's probably not something I'm crazy worried about. Uh, you might look at patients' past history. Um, do they have uh, issues or concerns that, that may, you know, cause you a little hesitation, like, you know, liver toxicity in the past or something? Um, that is something to, to keep tabs on. Uh, probably more likely to run into issues if we're doing uh, suppressive therapy, and that's really probably where we're going to more closely monitor uh, those patients um, uh, over time, making sure those LFTs are uh, remaining okay, uh, maybe looking out for other liver toxic medications and, and things of that nature. Uh, let's touch on uh, kinetics here a little bit, kind of tacking on to the adverse effect profile. So a cyclovir is primarily eliminated in the urine, and as I mentioned, uh, central nervous system adverse effects may be a little bit more likely in patients with poor kidney function. And as you can expect, a cyclovir being primarily eliminated through the urine, as that kidney function gets worse, we basically excrete less of the drug out through the urine and it can start to accumulate and cause uh, some of those uh, issues. So, Definitely important to think about the pharmacokinetics of uh, acyclovir and valacyclovir and recognizing that this drug is uh, eliminated uh, pretty extensively um, through the kidney is important because it can accumulate for sure. Um, administration. So this is probably uh, the biggest difference uh, between valacyclovir and acyclovir or at least the biggest clinically significant difference. Uh, Valacyclovir, Valtrex, is dosed twice a day, which is obviously um, much nicer than acyclovir, which, uh, you know, is given usually in the range of three to five times uh, per day. So uh, keeping patients on schedule, uh, patient adherence, uh, so very important as we add more and more medications throughout a patient's day, the likelihood that they stay on top of those medications, uh, take them all appropriately and on time uh, as they should, um, gets gets worse as we add more and more uh, doses to that regimen. So that's that's probably um, one of the, the biggest differences and clinically significant advantages of Valtrex or Valacyclovir is that it is uh, less frequent dosing. 
monitoring parameters. I mentioned uh, the issue with uh, LFTs potentially there. Um, also, we're going to obviously, you know, monitor renal function, um, particularly if we're running into issues. Um, but, you know, oftentimes renal function, LFTs, and there are some rare CBC complications that can happen. These are labs that are, you know, very routinely checked um, in patients over time. Now, a younger patient, they might not have uh, labs on, on file um, for, for a significantly longer period of time. Uh, any geriatric patient um, that's on a, a few medications for, you know, blood pressure or diabetes or, you know, just about anything, um, we're checking renal function and liver function and CBC on a pretty regular basis anyway. But it is important to note that um, particularly I, I get more concerned with longer term therapy. Um, those are something we would uh, check out. In the shorter term, obviously, if you identify issues, um, if there's clinical symptoms indicative of, you know, any sort of liver impairment, obviously, you're going to take a peek at that and, and look at those labs there. All right, so let's take a quick break from our sponsor, and we will wrap up with drug interactions. If you're in the market for pharmacist board certification study material, like BCPS, BCGP, ambulatory care, or board-certified medication therapy management exam, definitely go check out meded101.com store. If you're a student, we've also got NAPLEX links there as well to content uh, over at rxgrad.com, so definitely um, go follow the links at meded101.com store. If you're a healthcare professional just looking to learn a little bit more about medication management, some of the clinical common sense things that we look at when reviewing medications, monitoring medications, um, definitely go check out meded101.com store. Uh, got a growing list of books and resources, uh, drug interactions, uh, also free Audible books. If you've never tried an Audible book, um, go absolutely, go take advantage of that. You can get an 8 to 10 hour um free book on clinical pearls, case studies, drug interactions, whatever you're interested in. Um, your first book from Audible is free. So we've got all those links uh, to those resources at meded101.com slash store. All right, so finishing up on drug interactions, I would say there's not a ton of clinically significant drug interactions with valacyclovir, so that's definitely a nice thing there. Um, I think about additive adverse effects, so liver toxicity I mentioned there. Um, also, uh, mild CYP1A2 inhibition can happen from valacyclovir. And if you remember some of those agents that uh, are metabolized by CYP1A2, probably the two most common examples uh, I've seen used in clinical practice uh, tizanidine, an older skeletal muscle relaxant, um, and then clozapine, which is an uh, antipsychotic, uh, definitely notable for uh, agranulocytosis and, and other uh, boxed warnings as well. So those, those two, uh, I would say it's probably not strong, strong clinically significant, um, but it, it is there. And concentrations of uh, tizanidine or clozapine um, could go up. Um, CYP1A2, also theophylline, I did want to mention. I, I 
it's been a really, really long time since I've seen um, anyone on Theophylline because there is uh, so many drug interactions and adverse effects and risk for toxicity. Um, and we, we've got a lot uh, safer medication options in uh, COPD and, and other respiratory uh, disorders that we would use Theophylline for. So um, again, it is broken down by CYP1A2, but uh, the likelihood that you see a patient on that medication is, is pretty, pretty low. And then the last thing I did want to mention with uh, valacyclovir is you've got to think about live vaccines, particularly uh, live vaccines that are viruses. So the varicella vaccine, for example, if you've got a patient taking valacyclovir, it could interfere with uh, the response to that vaccine. You may not get quite as robust a response. So definitely uh, important, I think, uh, to remember that. It uh, doesn't happen incredibly often, at least uh, in, in my practice, that you run into that. Um, but think about uh, those live vaccines, particularly um, with varicella, because valacyclovir can be used in that setting to help um, blunt that type of infection. So as you can imagine, uh, it also might blunt the effects uh, from a live vaccine that you know requires replication and, and all that sort of stuff. So uh, I think that's going to wrap it up for today. If you enjoyed the podcast, uh, do us a huge favor, help us grow the audience, uh, you know, share us, you know, with colleagues, friends, email list service you're on, um, definitely uh, share us as a, a resource, a trusted resource to um, provide medication education, basically. And then in addition to that, if you've got, you know, a quick second, uh, leave us a, a rating and review on, on iTunes or whatever platform you're listening on that also um, helps us get more exposure and, and grow the audience. It's greatly appreciated. And of course, you can um, get updates uh, to when we have new podcasts as well as uh, new information, educational materials. Um, uh, we also keep you in the loop on that at reallifepharmacology.com. Uh, sign up and get that uh, top 200 study guide. So I'm going to sign off for today. I thank you so much for listening and I hope you have a great rest of your day. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.